Welcome back, everybody. It's another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press, welcoming back Bud Kennedy from across the pond. Across the pond. Yeah, I'm back from London, which it turns out is not the place to go for British food. It's a place to go for like Thai food and Middle Eastern and all that. But wait a minute. And I'm Nick D. There we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you go anywhere? <laughs> no, I haven't been anywhere. He's been in this room, actually. He's the entire been time. actually dining in all these places while we go. Uh, well, we're going to talk about that. That's some true. of the places that Inspired. we've been to, some of the places we've been checking out. Bud, you got a sneak peek at Del Frisco's Grill. Tell yeah, us about it. Yeah, I got it. back and I got to see the. Um, the inside of the new Del Frisco's Grill downtown. And, you know, I knew there was going to be a new restaurant in the new Sundance Plaza, but I really didn't know the size and scope of Del Frisco's Grill. If you're not familiar, Del Frisco's Grill is the casual version of Del Frisco's Steakhouse. It's a, you know, a shirt sleeve uh, restaurant that has everything from uh, $10, $12 burgers and uh, flatbreads up to $20 pastas. And, and it's still, if you want the steak, it has the 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 uh, thirty seven dollar fancy wagyu whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, you know it, it is a, a, it's a two story second story restaurant in the new Sundance Plaza downtown in the Commerce Building, mm-hmm. uh, and the, uh, the the windows has these great picture windows, and uh, the north windows overlook the saucer patio, so they look down on the saucer patio, or the west windows look down on this uh, interior plaza. At Sundance Square, all this opens November first, but the plaza has fingers these, crossed no. <laughs> has these giant uh, canopy umbrellas that will cover the whole plaza. So it's really tough to describe, but they've they've uh, built two new buildings to kind of box in a plaza on Sundance Square, and one side is Del Frisco's Grill, is the big new anchor restaurant. Uh, it's the size of Riata. It's really impressive. It sounds really cool, and and like you you said before, it really it's. It's a, an interesting scene, right? It's not just a place to sit down and eat. There's a good bar scene there as well. That's yeah, the, the one in Dallas. The Del Frisco's in Dallas and Uptown is, is you know, it's a busy, loud bar scene. And so there are people, you know, a, a lot of people mingling, having a cocktail, a martini or whatever. Next to people are sitting, you know, eating a flatbread or, or you know, kicking back some fries. But then there's also people in a booth along the wall who are having a, a nicer dinner so it's just uh, you know compared to the steakhouse if you've only been to del frisco steakhouse it's not as expensive it's a lot younger it's more noisy it's more fun it sounds really cool and apparently there's some other really interesting uh restaurants coming into that new square area well the other anchor is is taco diner which right. is the interior mexico uh cousin of micocina you know, there are taco diners all over Dallas and Irving and one in South Lake Square. And there's just never been one in Fort Worth. But it, it has everything Micocina has except no chili con carne is what I say. It has, <laughs> it has fajitas. It has, uh, you know, interior Mexico version of enchiladas. It has, you know, it's just a, a lot of uh, a, a more, uh, you know, lighter contemporary look. And, uh, but it'll, it'll be a big hit. In the, and that's in the Westbrook building on the west side of the plaza. And then in the, uh, the old Flying Saucer area, the f- old Flying Saucer space is going to be uh, Bird, right? Yeah, the very old Flying Saucer, the 1880s building where the saucer used to be. Uh, it, it, the saucer moved to the 8-0 if you haven't been downtown lately. But the, the old saucer becomes Bird, which is a, uh, a restaurant by the chef from Meddlesome Moth in Dallas. And uh, it's a, you've heard of gastro pubs that have mm-hmm. a lot of small plates and flashy little food, a lot of beers. Well, instead of the craft beers, Bird will be kind of a, of a gastro bistro with small plates and, and a lot of wines. Right so. across from, right from Bass Hall. And that's, that's the, a new Shannon Wynn restaurant as well. So 
Uh, we have Shannon Wynn uh, Restaurant and and Amico Siena Del Fresco's all the Fort Worth favorites anchoring the new Sunday. The big players in downtown are flexing their muscle. Now, I, well, they, they'd be getting some of your lunch money, I bet. <laughs> I bet they will. Now, who else is going to be getting some of my lunch money is over in the West 7th area because... Yeah, the bridge is open. Trumpets, trumpets, <laughs> the West 7th Bridge is open. So all hail. For uh, those of us who are downtown dwellers as well as in the West Fort Worth, this is a huge deal. Anybody who doesn't know, the the bridge leading from downtown out to West 7th uh, and the cultural district has been shut down for mo- a few months now. Not not as long as it could have been. They finished the project about a month early, which is terrific. By almost a million dollars, but yes, well, well, and, and a it's million real, dollars. Uh, yeah. Well worth, well spent. I think I'm glad it's open. And it's really practical. It's always like this snap together bridge that they did. You were able to do without losing much time. But, you know, for those of you, you know, I know we have some listeners in Dallas, so they have the Calatrava Bridge in here in Fort Worth. We call this the Calatrava Bridge. <laughs> it's certainly not as impressive to look at as the Margaret Hun Hill Bridge. <laughs> it, it, it didn't take as long and didn't cost as much money as, as a writer on the Dallas Observer pointed out. And then That's true. a lot of people didn't quite get his sarcasm, but I thought it was a really good piece. And, uh, we're happy to have it mostly for the access because we okay, can, now we can get to Chewy. We can get to Chewy's. We can get to the new place that we're going to talk about is Max's Wine Dive, which uh, is reviewed by Anna Kaplan in this week's DFW.com. Nick, yeah, you've Nick, been there. Talk about yeah, I, I went there for brunch, I think, two weeks ago, maybe three now. Um, I had espresso French toast. It was $12. And, you know, I was kind of like, this better be some really good espresso <laughs> French toast. And it was. I had never really had. I thought the – I love coffee and I love French toast, so the combination was, like, really appealing to me. And it was really, really good and worth it. And then I had some mimosas there, too, and they were – they kind of bring out um, different kinds of juice. And you can have not just a regular OJ mimosa but any kind that you want. Um, so I thought it was really awesome. I thought the inside was really nice. I was confused that it was called Dive, so I think I was expecting maybe on the cheaper side, um, which I think we talked about a little bit. But um, overall, right. I really enjoyed my experience. Well, the Prices thing is- are not divey necessarily, but there's it's a sort of a comfort food menu. Right. The you right. know kind of a laid back. Atmosphere yeah. and the service is kind of laid back. Yeah, it's Max is wine places. It's a dive. Yeah, Max's is is there on Matisse Street, just off Seventh behind Chewy's. It was founded by some United Airlines pilots who fly into Newark all the time, mm-hmm. and they went to this beer dive that had good food. And they all said, you know, gosh, I wish we had a food a place that was comfortable like this and felt like a dive, but had good food and wine. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's called Max's Wine Dive. But I was over there the other night. You know, they're famous for their fried chicken. They have like the brunch they have fried chicken and champagne and they have this uh, really good fried chicken but uh you know they have another new twist now they have peanut butter fried chicken wings. oh my gosh and it's like fried chicken that's like battered in some batter that includes peanut butter and it's it, they are really good and there's like and a, you, even you a little it, jelly right? there's like it. even a little jelly drizzle that goes with it i've got to say you know i mean peanut oil fried chicken's always good anyway this has some of that same flavor i, I thought these were i thought these wings were great i've had some I've had a couple of things there. They have a, a a chili that goes on the hot dog, but people are liking it so much they're ordering separate bowls of it. It's this venison boar, you know, really whiny chili that mm-hmm. just has a great flavor. So I think it's going to be a big hit for the next time we have another cold night. Well, we need to head over there, but there are all sorts of places that I'm sure are going to be quite excited that have been waiting for this bridge to open. Oh, uh, sure. what, are, what are some of the places you think that are going to really benefit from the access being open? Now? Well, I knew that Chewy's had like an electronic countdown because they're the furthest if, when you close that bridge off from, you know, that bridge really impacts them first. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they'll be excited. Um, 
the gold standard is closed and a velvet taco is supposed to open there so that place will benefit from it that's by montgomery plaza right and montgomery plaza in general will benefit from it <laughs> uh people who used to go there for the starbucks or their payway can now get there much easier as well as gloria's right uh you have the new af plus b opening on the west seven american f and b is is across from waters next to fred's and mm-hmm. that'll be opening around the holidays so and then poorhouse we talked about is yeah is putting poor, in a new poorhouse really bar. right poorhouse really has changed i mean i have when you see he's you know adding all the craft beers and he's he's really gearing up yeah. so i i'm sure there will be a lot more downtown people kind of heading out there back out there for lunch you know yeah. i mean just that the bridge was such a deterrent even though it doesn't seem like it should have been but heading down you know having to go to deal settlement with the traffic down white settlement or yeah. lancaster was keeping a lot of people downtown which mm-hmm. is uh you know to the detriment of some of the places that it was but it did that turn down lancaster and tur- make making the turn through west seventh did bring a lot of people past, past rodeo goat and fred here we so. are the burgers once again <laughs> yes the uh, yes and, and, and as we i think we you said you go by at such a slow pace you could probably jump out and get a burger and get back in your car and nobody would have noticed as a matter fact, you, pa- you pass rodeo goat fred's and then if you cross the light at seventh you go past in and out so that's that right. was kind of the burger model <laughs> they do have a lot of burgers over there and then you have um what did we say was happening on university a new mexican restaurant well the, the kona grill is oh, right, up kona on grill. Um, is being added across from the modern on university kind of on the edge of the west seventh project which there. is where salsa limon just opened salsa there. limon just opened there, there so, so. Too, i mean there's like great things happening hmm. and and another restaurant that'll be helped too is like little revolver taco i mean they have all these this great food from michoacan and they sit there and like finally chop these things by hand and and, and uh, so now they'll get some crowds too well it's good news all around if you like to, to eat downtown or if you like to eat on west 7 oh and the new e fratelli rick don't forget oh, that's that. right yeah. e pizza, uh, pizza the your your the second entry in the square sicilian pizza derby <laughs> in fort worth we had campisi's first and now e fratelli will open a takeout stand there next to revolver mm. well i'm full already from talking about all these restaurants i know you're going to talk about beer Oh, one thing just to consider, one of the coolest events of the year is Beer Feast uh, this weekend on Saturday at at Flying Saucer downtown. So you can walk past the plaza and check out some of the progress, as Bud was telling you. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think it starts at 1 in the afternoon. It's it's an afternoon event, and and it's um, $30. You get 12 tastings of some some terrific craft beer, and uh, we'll be out there shooting party picks. Is there any feast to it, or is it just all beer? Well, you can still eat some of the fabulous <laughs> flying sauce of food. I, I wouldn't, ima- I wouldn't uh, recommend drinking all 12 samples of beer without at least having something. Like one big pretzel or something. So. And here's hoping this weather stays around because it's gorgeous outside, and they have the perfect patio for a beer feast. So. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're loving it, and uh, plenty of places to eat. No shortage in downtown or West. We'll get there much faster now. So downtown West Seventh, and we'll we'll go try all these places and be back and tell you more. You have to keep an eye out for the zombie walk that's going through downtown on Saturday night too. Oh yeah, yeah. And if as if we keep trying all these places, though, I'm gonna have to go by the Target in Montgomery Plaza and get some sweatpants. That wasn't like (laughs) the big motorcade last night. That wasn't the zombie deal. I don't know who that was, but I definitely want to find out. I do know who that was, and he was somebody here buying airplanes from Lockheed. So. 
Oh. Is that all we say? Somebody? We don't get a name? Well, I was the Israeli Minister of Defense. Wow. So he gets a big motorcade. <laughs> but anybody, when they come to town to buy stuff from us, we're going we're gonna to let them have a big motorcade. I'm liking this little, this little like, uh, bite of gossip. That he didn't detour the through uh, <laughs> past Rodeo Goat. I, he, didn't, he did not have to go past Rodeo <laughs> Goat. No. But I w- we can check and see. He might have stopped somewhere on the way out. <laughs> well, until next week, I'm Nick. I'm Rick. I'm Bud. Ooh.